Hello, and welcome to I Want to Like You, a weekly podcast from Real Simple about how to handle the irritating people in your life with goodwill and grace. I'm Kristen Van Ogtrop. I'm the editor of Real Simple. And with me today are Nick Thomas, who is the chair of the Department of Fine Arts and Humanities at Moraine Valley Community College. He also teaches music, and he has the most spectacular Halloween display maybe in all of the United States, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> My second guest today is Ashley Redman. Ashley is an interior designer, and she's the head of design services for Decorist, which is an online interior design company. And today, as you may have guessed, we are talking about has Halloween decorating gotten totally out of hand? So, Nick and Ashley, thank you for being here today. Thanks Glad for to having be here. Me. Thank you for having me. So, Nick, I've watched the YouTube videos of your, I don't even know what to call it, of your Halloween decorating, mm-hmm. I guess for lack of a better <laughs> for lack of a better description. And I mean, it is beyond the beyond. I'm wondering. This is obviously a podcast, so so listeners cannot see it. Although they can certainly, what do they if if people want to find your decorating? What do they Google? Well, they can um, go to YouTube, and then if they put in my last name Thomas Halloween, twenty fourteen. Then they have to put my city, Naperville. Otherwise, they'll get Thomas the Train. If they do Thomas Halloween 2014, (laughs) Naperville, then they'll see the YouTube. There's around 12 YouTubes from last year. So for people out there who have not seen Nick's decorating, just imagine, like, the most Halloween decoration that you can think of and times it by about 12,000. So, Nick, talk a little bit about how this got started. Like, you live uh, in a really kind of normal, on a normal street, right? Like a normal suburban street. Right. We're in a, we're in a, we're in a, um, a subdivision, a subdivision in Aprilville. The subdivision has around 1,200 homes. We live on a little four-house cul-de-sac, which is really part of the main street of the subdivision. And I started doing this 18 years ago. My kids were, I have three kids. They're mm-hmm. all um, early grade school, kindergarten, first grade. I started with three or four tombstones, if you can imagine that. And no, I can't. <laughs> each, each year, um, it just, you know, it, it grew. But within the neighborhood, our home, the homes that our ba- all of our backyards backed up to, we had probably between all of us, we probably had 50 kids under the age of 10. Mm-hmm. And so back 18, 18 years ago, everybody pitched in. And, you know, Halloween was a big a big night, you know, you you had your fire pit out in your driveway and passed out the candy and had a barbecue, so it was a real party atmosphere. Well, each year since then, it's grown and continued to grow, and my kids got older and weren't as interested in helping, but still did it because, you know, Dad liked it, and mm-hmm. the neighbors continued to help. And then once everybody went away to school, then that's when Dad was left on his own to do the decorating. <laughs> but my neighbor, my neighbor's son, he was like a, a mini-me, and he mm-hmm. really loved decorating, and he went to school for engineering and electricity. And so within the last four years, we added the faces that you can see on the YouTubes onto the house. And it's just grown to probably my first year, we had maybe a couple, couple hundred people drive by to probably last year, I'm guesstimating over the course of the month of October, maybe 25,000. So question for you, and I'm actually I want to ask you the same question. When it comes to Halloween decorating, having seen your really impressive display, how much is too much, or is there never too much? Well, I think Nick and I probably have a different opinion about that. Um, (laughs) For me, me with Halloween decorating, I feel like less is more. Um, You know, when you want to set up things, I always tell people to, like, take away one thing and really assess what you're looking at and the importance of what you're creating. 
Also, I always think about storing things. I'm kind of, you know, I'm trying to think logically about these things. And I'm always like, what do I care about? What do I want to put out enough where I'm going to sort, store it throughout the year? So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I draw the line about where enough is enough. And I want to know where Nick stores all of his Halloween stuff because that is an amazing amount of things to keep, you know, keep through the year. <laughs> yeah, I have four storage pods that I, pay oh a, that I pay a monthly fee to rent. Oh, wow. my goodness. <laughs> So do you, so Nick, do you have like, um, like, do you have a, do you feel like you have a specific connection to Halloween? Like, do you decorate other, for other holidays? For Christmas. So if you type in the same thing, but put the word Christmas, you'll see see the videos for Christmas. It's not, Halloween has more stuff in the, in the graveyard. There's more stuff actually in the yard, whereas Christmas is more, more the lights. Okay. So let's talk for a second. And, and maybe this is something, I mean, Ashley, I'm sure you think about this a lot, given what you do for a job. So I, so I live in a town probably not that unlike Nick's. You know, we've got sidewalks and it's a right. it's a it's I live in a suburban town right outside of New York City and in my mind Halloween decorating really has begun to rival Christmas decorating and you know taking any kind of religious considerations out of the out of the conversation it, it didn't use, I feel like Halloween decorating you didn't used to be such a thing. And now, yeah. like I go by my neighbors, this one neighbor does this like generator powered thing that blows <laughs> up and a black cat spins around inside it. I have to say, Nick, your decorating is like zombie and creepy and blood and yeah. gravestones. Like this is like weird, like Disney slash it's like Halloween meets Disney decorating or something. So well, I think I think with Halloween it's kind of where, you know, the par- the adults and the kids can get into it and it can go either way where it's really scary zombie style, you know, where the dad loves that kind of feel, or it can be, you know, something with the cats, the, the black cats and the you know, kind of friendly ghosts from the Disney thing. So it's something that, you know, you can put any spin on it. So I think it can appeal to a lot of different people. Do you have any sense of why it's become so huge? I mean, I think people love any excuse to be festive and, you know, to kind of change the feel of their house. And, you know, you can get a different feeling when you walk in, when you add, you know, new items. So it's like, it makes it special and fun. And then you take it away and you're like, oh, my house is, you know, feels different again. So it gives you another excuse to kind of redecorate and add new accessories. And, you know, who doesn't love that? Okay. So Nick, why do you think Halloween decorating has become so big? I think here in the Midwest, a lot of a lot of the um, you'll see a lot of these arms and everything where they'll, they'll have a fall festival, and they'll do mm-hmm. it for a month. And you can ride the uh, a hayride, and you can go to the corn maze, and you can go see the pumpkins, and you can pick your pumpkin out. And then you go you can go to um, what I think has really become big here in the Midwest are the haunted houses. Yeah, and I think we've got a haunted house in our area. It's probably around ten miles. That to go through the haunted house, it's fifty-five dollars. Oh my and, gosh! Um, but Seriously, have, it's gotten to the level of hiring professional actors, and yeah. you know, to really scare the crap out of you. You know, and I think yeah. um, <laughs> my, and I think that has encouraged people to decorate. And it's just the various levels that you want to decorate. I don't put a thing inside of my house except <laughs> the seven hundred bags of candy that I have to pass out on Halloween. Right. Well, okay, so let's talk about that. Where do you pass that out? Because I also watched the video that was shot during the daytime of your front yard. Mm-hmm. Like, how does how do you even get to your front door? Well, we don't do it at the front door anymore. I mean, there's so many people at the house on Halloween 
that what I do is I set up two banquet tables at the end of the driveway, and I have six people passing out candy. Um, the oh kids just gosh. line up there. Halloween night, we'll usually get between um, 2,000 to 3,000 people come show up. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's why, that's why I have to have, I went through 600 bags of candy last year. Oh, my God. In fact, to the point where people would leave candy before, the, before Halloween night, the neighbors would leave candy and say, here's, to, here's a donation for your Halloween. One lady <laughs> bought 150 bags of candy. Now, when you multiply, I mean, it sounds funny, but when you multiply that times three bucks, and she left me 150 bags of candy. Um, so, you know. so let's talk about the neighbors for a second. How okay. do they feel about the twenty five thousand people driving around, driving by, and like, do you do what? What do the neighbors think of the whole thing? Well, up until last year, it was good, mm-hmm. and last year it wasn't as good. My immediate neighbors were not real pleased because they wanted instant access into the driveway. And into their own driveways. Into their own driveway. <laughs> yeah, and which kind of makes sense. That after checking with the police department, they told us what, a, you know, we, I asked to make sure, you know, what we should do. And so I ended up, you know, putting out 25 cones so that my mm-hmm. one neighbor, who it's really mainly affected by, could get in the driveway. You know, when mm-hmm. we had people, we had probably starting in the 10th of October, we had people sitting out directing traffic. They mm-hmm. told us that we shouldn't let it be of, you know, where there's a parking area, it's just a two-way street, so they, they can't park, even though they will park not in front of the house, but we can't, we would close off the cul-de-sac, but then they were, they were parking so you couldn't even get into the cul-de-sac, and so this one neighbor couldn't. So in essence, they were not real happy with it, but this was their first time home. They usually spend the month of October on vacation, so they, oh. didn't, they didn't realize how, bad, how big it had gotten. So, yeah. which led to, you know, now our homeowners association has instituted some new um, decoration guidelines, much to this dismay of the other 1,100 homes in the subdivision. So, right. Last year, we first time I did a charity and we raised eight thousand dollars for Down syndrome kids. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's um, great. How did, so, what do you get donations with with the trick or treaters? In other words, yes, so, uh, we just had a we had a poster from it's called Gigi's Playhouse. Uh-huh. And it works with uh, uh, children and young adults with Down syndromes. And we just said, uh, you know, we're taking donations. And then I did it at Christmas for another group, My Joyful Heart, for under poor kids that, uh, you know, to give them the basic toiletries and everything, they make these mm-hmm. packages up for them. And between the two holidays, we raised close to close to $8,500. Now, so do you have to change, given the Homeowners Association um, well, they've only, told, they've only they've put out the new rule that you can only decorate 50% of your property. Oh, does your backyard count? It does, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do the backyard. So right, as of right now, today, we're kind of like on hold as to what we're going to do. Oh, so um, you haven't started yet? No, and normally <gasps> I would have started because it takes over three weeks to put it up. But I oh think if I goodness. put out a thing for the, the neighbors, you know, we had to wait because of of the ruling. They passed the rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in August, they they were voting on it. There were so many people in the at the clubhouse, and the TV stations were outside um, um, talking about you know the Halloween house might be shut down in Naperville, and um, so it was like a big news story. And um, then they voted this, a week ago today to enforce the rules to the point that they had my plan of survey, <laughs> and they marked oh. off how much I could. So we're waiting to see. You know, if this is a final thing and it goes into effect on um, Thursday, 
So yeah. I'm waiting. I could get it up if I, you know, if I rushed and everything, and if I had a few more helpers than just my next door neighbors. So mm-hmm. it's not that it's a dead issue yet, but right now, and I mean, we've had this weekend, we probably had 100 cars drive by wondering where the And they were. saw nothing, right. And they saw nothing. Oh, my gosh. Now, so, Ashley, do you have any advice for Nick if he has to change his knowing Nick as you now do, right, and the, <laughs> the, uh, the, the genesis of this and it's char- it raises money for charity and, you know, do you have any – should he have to change his approach? No, definitely sh- not. I mean, you should definitely decorate in a way that makes you happy and, you know, it sounds like you're making a whole lot of people happy. So that's, you know, for me, that's all about what interior design and exterior design is. It's, you know, making people happy with their surroundings. So, um, you know, hopefully you're able to do it because it sounds like people get really excited about it. And I think that's great. It's, you know, being festive and creating that um, holiday where people get together. So, I wouldn't change anything. I, you know, it's great to see that. So it's really fun. So I hope that you're able to put it together. If we go back to our original question, because we're just about out of time. If we go back to our original question at the at the start of this podcast, which was, has Halloween decorating gotten out of control? I think it seems to me hearing experiences from you, Nick, and you, Ashley, that, that like so many things in life, it really just kind of depends on your perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's all about people enjoying, you know, what they create and making some, making everyone happy. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a feel-good experience. I mean, mm-hmm. if I don't get to do this, you know, besides myself, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. I mean, here at the college, the president called last week and said, when are you doing your decorations? You know? <laughs> and I mean, you know, because she comes out. I mean, you'd be surprised. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize it, you know, that you're affecting so many lives in a good way because they want that, they want that feel-good time. There's so much mm-hmm. other garbage going on that they just want to come and have their kids go look at this, you know, and this is a, it's, it's a fall fest. Well, so, Nick, I think you should tell the Homeowners Association that your job may be affected if you don't, right? If the college president wants to know when the decorations are going up. Going up. That's true. That's yeah, true. Exactly. I mean, she's, big, she's big disappointment, you know, and a lot of people, I mean, you know, and it just grew. It really grew so big. And, you know, once you get a rock group to acknowledge you, and last year yeah. it was our year to get ACDC, Congos and Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boys all to acknowledge us on their Facebook page. Well, once oh, that's that happens, awesome. then everybody picks you up. Yeah. And that's what happens. All right. Well, listen, year. I just want to say, Ashley, thank you to you and Nick. Good luck. Thank I will you. be, um, I'm going to have to try to find some way to find out how, how this ruling goes and how great your decorations can be. I'll give you, I'll um, give you a call. I'll give you a call next okay. week and let you know what's going on. Perfect. That's it for this week's episode of I Want to Like You. I really appreciate Nick and Ashley, you guys taking the time to be here. Our producer is Tim Einenkel. Please let us know what you think of the show. Our Twitter handle is at Real Simple, or you can tweet ideas for this podcast directly to me at KVanOgtrop. For more on irritating people and how to handle them, go to realsimple.com. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. For Nick Thomas and Ashley Redman, I'm Kristen Van Ogtrop. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>